spirit. It's everywhere. Are we able to communicate with them? What can they teach us? Welcome to School Through Spirit. Host Diet Renee is a certified psychic medium and master teacher of psychic and mediumship development through LWISSD. Diet was born knowing spirit and now is here to help you better understand the spirit world. Now, your host of School Through Spirit, Diet Renee. Hey everybody, welcome to my show. This is Jet Renee here on School Through Spirit with WLTKDB.com. This is a digital radio show that I do explore different people's lives, their journeys, and how spirit has impacted it. Now, I do talk to different people of different modalities of spirituality and those that have just had spirit impact their lives to change their lives. Now, each week I do have a topic, topic that I do discuss of which usually spirit gives me. We're going to tell you how that happens in a second. And then I go on to my guest. Now, my guest this week is Miss Deborah Rizal. And you are going to love her. You are really going to love her. Um, that's all there is going to say. And I'll tell you what. When I think about um, when I think about that whole um, what spirit gives me. I'm learning some new things here on Facebook, guys. I, or I got double screens now. So if you see me look to the right, or I guess it's your left, it's because I got two monitors going and one is just so I can see certain things and this one's so I can see you guys. So if you see me looking that way, I'm not ignoring you. Um, so how do I get that topic? Well, <clears throat> it's quite funny because usually I usually what will happen is spirit will give me something over and over and over again over a few day period of time. It might be something I've worked on or just I start to see this thing kind of happen, emerge. It seems to be the same situation or situations of other people handing me and just kind of bringing it all together. So, and it was so funny because I really, initially in my head, and I was all in my head about this, so it was all ego struck that I want to talk about being stuck, being stuck, being stuck situations, things of that nature. And I thought, eh, maybe not, because you know what? Um, I thought, wait a second. You know, I'm bringing on Deb. Deb is an amazing healer, and she's also a hypnotherapist. She's my hypnotherapist. Um, and she's the one I talk about all the time. But I thought, maybe that's not really appropriate, because it's just something I do. You know, it's it's. I thought it was just too much of a blase, blase conversation. Um, and kind of like, I'm already on that topic today. But then what happened was over this weekend, I got a lot, a lot of people just reached out about being stuck. Okay. Reach out about being stuck, whether it might, what, with whatever situation it was, you know, um, it was, oh, it's always stuck with their psychic or mediumship, maybe with their guides, uh, feeling like they can't progress, can't move on. I was feeling the same way and didn't even understand, didn't even know it. Um, and what had happened was, so this morning when I finally got the last email about, hey, I'm really having a hard time. I just feel stuck. I don't, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I'm listening. I'll just, I'll move with it. I'll go with it. We'll go on with that topic. And honestly, it's a fabulous topic. It really is a fabulous topic. And I'm going to give you some advice that like I had gotten, I had, um, I'd actually given it today. Okay. And it was funny because I laughed as I was typing it. 
And I'm not going to tell you who the email was to because that's quite personal. But, you know, somebody did reach out to me today and, and basically said, you know, I'm still having a hard time working with my guides. I can't hear them. I'm really struggling. Um, I feel like I'm like I can hear them. I hear a strong ringing in my ears, but I just can't get the message. I just can't get the message. And I literally sat back for a moment and I went, you know what? This was me. This was me. And I will tell you what, I, I have no shame in this game to tell you that, yes, I am a certified psychic medium. Yes, I am a master teacher of psychic mediumship development. Yes, I work for the LWISSD team, which is Lisa Williams. Yes, yes, yes. Did it all come easy? No. Did I have a lot of stock times? Oh, my God, I can't even tell you. But my guides in general were something I really, really had a huge difficult time with. A huge, huge difficult time. And it was crazy because this was a situation. I could drive down the road, and this is before I really started to push for my development. So these are in the days that you know you've got abilities, but you kind of feel like you're going crazy, but you're really not quite sure, and you don't know what's going on, but you never talk about it because, oh, my God, people are going to think you think you're just whacked. And I can remember my dog, you know, I had to put my dog chief down and he was, he was a, a pit bull, a red nose pit bull. Boy, I love that boy so much. I loved him, but you know, he, it was just time and I, he needed, and he just needed to cross the rainbow bridge. And this is way before, I mean, Grinch, I was living in a haunted house, you know, the whole 10 yards, but I wasn't, it was funny because I lived in this haunted house. I had a few encounters and I didn't, I didn't notice most of it. Everybody else would be like, oh my God, you know what's happening here? I'm like, no, don't. Um, it was really strange because I just had a natural ability just to block that up. But what happened and what happened on a regular basis after I put my dog down was I would get in my car and it was a little red convertible. <laughs> and I love that car. I'll tell you what, but I would put the top down and I just go for a drive and I would know when my dog was in the passenger seat, enjoying the air, I would know it. I would feel him. I would, I would look over and I could see him. Okay. Without a doubt in my mind, he was there. Some years had passed. I still had not started on this journey yet. And my sister had already passed away. And it was the strangest thing because I would be there musically playing and I would look out there and I would see her dancing and playing and having fun. And gradually she was in her 40s when she passed away. But you know what? Just, just she was a ball of entertainment, a ball of excitement. She was amazing. And I could see her. And all of that was like, whatever. It was natural. It was there. It happened. Okay. This was my life. There was really no denying that I was a medium. You know, even though these were my loved ones, there was no denying because I had done this for other people. I mean, my sister, when she was alive, God bless her heart, did not believe in psych in mediumship because it was she was very religious and it was against the Bible and blah, blah, blah for her. And that's OK. But she would still get a hold of me to contact her mom. And I would see her mom and have, you know, beautiful messages that came through. But. And this is when I didn't even know what I was doing. I had no clue. I wasn't trying. It was just there. It just was natural. It was whatever. But when I was told that I had guides and I was told that I, I could connect to them, 
that's where my struggle began. And everything went downhill from there for a while. And I'm talking severe downhill slope, best ski slope you ever see. Maybe not the best because it's pretty straight down. But, you know, it was like a whoosh. And you never knew what you, you never knew what was going to happen. You know, I just didn't know what was going to happen. Hey, good morning, Elsa. Good morning, Vanessa. Um, I'm not doing readings today, Vanessa. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll be doing them soon. Um, numerology readings are coming up soon. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But let's get back to what I was talking about. So when I got to the guide part, I shut down. I got stuck. I was like, I can't do this. I can't hear. I can't see. I can't feel. I can't anything. Like it was gone. Okay. And I didn't take into account anything that had been happening my whole life. None of it. Because I didn't put A with B to make C. I just didn't. And I don't think a lot of people do. I think we we get this, oh my God, we need to do this. And we kind of get stuck. And the way I explained it, this is the way I explained it to her. I said, number one, you're doing everything you need to do. You're, you're meditating, you're drinking your water, you're doing some exercises, you got a better diet. You know, these are all really important to development and, and continued connection. It really is. But one thing I told her to do is stop trying so hard. Stop trying so hard. This is kind of what it is. There's a door there and it's a closed door. And you're pushing with all your might to open that door. You have got your shoulder into it. You're pushing, you're heaving, you're holding, you're backing off, you're slamming it. You're doing everything you can do to get through that door, right? Everything. And you cannot figure out why you cannot push through this door. But never once did you back away from the door, take a deep breath and look to see it had a knob to turn. Because really it's that easy. It's opening up the door and walking through. And allowing it to happen. Good morning, Natasha. Good morning, Miss Kathy. Um, those are things that happen, though. It's really that easy to talk to your guides. It's really that easy because I'll tell you what, you've been talking to them your whole life. Again, you may not have been realizing it. So back off from that. What These are ways to realize because I did the same thing. I'll tell you what, it was a door I nailed all the time. I nailed all the time. And it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Good morning, Pamela. Um, and what had happened, you know, and I'll, I'll just continue with my story because I, I think it helps to unstick a lot of people. And I'll never forget, I'll never forget this because, you know, my story goes kind of a couple, couple fold over a long period of time. And we're, we're talking years, we're talking years. So we know I've been doing this all my life. I, you know, it is what it is. And, um, <laughs> good morning, Miss Denise. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love this. I love this. Um, so literally, you know, mine didn't start with my guides. Mine started with, I wanted to hear. I had a lot of friends that were psychic mediums because I, there's no shame in my game. I was a psychic junkie. I was running to everybody for an answer that I was not getting. But you know what? They all became my friends. Dear, amazing people became my friends. And what had happened was so many of them were clairaudient. And I don't like to use the clair world anymore. You know, um, my, my mentor stopped using it. And I thought, why is she doing that? Come on, blah, 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 blah. And I found out when I stopped using it, all of a sudden I stopped talking French and everybody understood what I was talking. So clairaudient is clear hearing. So let's just talk about it as hearing. So I wanted to hear like all my psychic mediumship friends did. That's what I want. I wanted to hear. 
And they kept going. And every time I'd watch them, I knew when they were hearing because their head would pop. <laughs> it was like they were doing this, like they were listening to something up there. And I was upset because my I could pop my head all day long. Didn't matter which direction. I wouldn't hear anything. And I'll never forget it because this is something I've been trying and trying and trying to do. And finally, just given up. I'd given up trying. It was like, whatever. I don't care. I, I'm done. It's not just, it's just not going to happen for me. And I'll never forget because I was living in Hayward, Wisconsin. And I was not going to tell you, butt ass naked about to get in the shower because I had to get to work. I had one foot in, one foot out of the shower, getting into the shower. And all of a sudden, my ear popped up and I could hear something. I was like, oh my God big light bulb. I stood there really going, you know, if I could, if I could imagine myself, probably the funniest thing I ever seen stood there, butt ass naked, one leg in, one leg out, stand there like they're waiting for more. And there was no more, but I was so excited, not just because I heard, but for the first time I realized how I heard, I wasn't hearing with the naked ear. Yeah. It popped my ear up because that's a natural thing for us to do. But I heard it in my mind. I heard it in my mind. It was my voice. It almost was like my thoughts, but they weren't mine. I could, for the first time, differentiate between somebody else's words in my head and my words. And it was the coolest thing when it happened. I'll tell you what, light bulbs, sparklers, everything went off. And I was the happiest girl there was. And then it didn't happen again for years. And I was devastated, devastated. But life kept happening. And about a year later, I started my development. And life was pretty good. Life was pretty good. And I'll tell you what, when I started my development, it went on to feeling instead. And I went on to visualization and seeing things. Got a lot of just knowing, but really just blew off the hearing because I thought it's just not me. It's just not me. And during that period of time, I was told to listen to guides. And I'll tell you what, I gave up. I quit because I thought, you know what? I must not have any. They must not be there. And if they are there, they're going to have to figure this out on their own because I wasn't hearing anything. I wasn't getting what I wanted to get. And literally, I just went on with life. And then a few years went by, a few, a few years went by and what had happened, it was the strangest thing because I will tell you what did happen. I went through all my classes with one instructor and that was pretty amazing I, because it taught me so much God, my case, I'm going to switch up my case on my phone, taught me so, so much. And it was awesome, but I needed to advance. I needed to go someplace else. So I found I found Lisa Williams and God bless her heart. Um, <laughs> talked to her the other day and I, I still God bless her heart because I thank her for for teaching me things I never thought I could be taught and understand things I never thought I could understand and get me to a place I never thought I could be, let alone healed, which will tell you what that'll be a whole nother discussion is healing. Anyway. So here I had already gone through her class and I'd become a certified psychic medium under her, which told me, oh my God, it must be pretty good. Hey, Deidre. And, uh, and Deidre, classes are going to start again soon. Just so you know, <laughs> I was going to contact you this weekend. Um, and then, uh, 
so I certified and something told me you need to go on and you need to take uh, the master teacher. And don't ask me why. Um, not something I wanted to do. Anybody that knew me, I was not going to be a teacher. It didn't matter who I was, who I was teaching, what I was teaching. There was no way in hell you'd ever find me teaching. Why? Wasn't a good one. I'll tell you what, even on the floor when I was nursing, you didn't want me to teach the new people that came in. You did not want me to do orientation because literally what would happen was I would, you know, bring them in. I'd hand them the keys. I'd hand them a card. I'd show them their books. I'd show them their meds. And I'd walk away and say, if you need any help, I'll be over there. See you in eight hours. <laughs> that was my idea of teaching. I sucked. But still, somehow I knew I had to take that class. And I don't know who told me that, but somebody did. And I, I can't even give you a direction as to who it was. And by this time, I'd already figured out who my, you know, who my master guide was. And we'd had a little bit of record, a little bit of conversations going on. It was always more one-sided. And I will tell you what, it was more one-sided than two-sided. He, he, but I found out later he wasn't really, he's not a man of a lot of words. So, and that's okay. That's okay. Sometimes I just need to by four therapy and he's pretty good at that. But what would have, what happened was I'd gone through almost all of my master teacher program, all the online work. And I was driving to New York. I was driving to Lilytail to do the in-person and we had stopped at a truck stop to go use the restroom. Now, my guides think this is funny to put me in those situations because apparently they know if I'm butt-ass naked or if I'm in a situation that might be a little embarrassing, that's probably a good time to get my attention because I'm going to notice, you know, you always notice when you're peeing in a, in a truck stop if somebody walks through the front door, you know. So here I am sitting on the toilet and there's only two stalls here in this nice truck stop, but it's small. And there's only two stalls. And I'll never forget it because here I am sitting peeing on the toilet. And it was as if I could see through the partition into the other stall. And I could literally see somebody there. It was like seeing a shadow. I could see somebody there mimicking me. So I noticed they were sitting the same way I was. And I was like, okay. I went to like grab toilet paper they did. I went to wipe they did. And I thought, this is really creepy. Like something's not right. I stood up to pull my pants. They did the same thing. I'm like, oh my God, what is going on? I think I'm being haunted. Oh my God, what's up? I went to open up the door slowly and I looked out and the shadow did the same thing. and looked straight back at me and giggled. I pulled back. I started laughing. I'm like, are you kidding me? And it literally was another guy I had. And he does call me his sh my shadow. He's my shadow. And it is rather just like Peter Pan, if you really want to know. And I'm thinking, this has got to be in my head. This has got to be in my imagination. But literally, the rest of the trip, all the way to Lilydale, there was my shadow. And it would mimic me and laugh. And almost it would have conversations with me. And I was, and it was just this beautiful conversation in my head going back and forth. And I'm like, why are you doing this? What is going on? And he's like, you take life so seriously. You need to laugh. You need to have fun. And that's what I'm here for. And I'm like, oh my God. And I look back over my life and I went, you know what? That's something I really never gave myself. I never gave myself much of a childhood. Okay, I mean, there's a lot going on. There's a lot, you know, like everybody. But I never really, I, I, I really kind of forced myself to grow up. And 
and that's okay. But I never under, I never really understood the act of having fun and playtime and letting your hair down and, and all of that. And even as I grew up, I didn't understand that. I didn't get it. I didn't, I didn't, people would talk about let that inner child play. And I'd be like, my inner child wants to work. My inner child wants to be an adult. I don't know about your inner child. And my, this shadow, this shadow guy came out and said, oh my God, here I am. And this is what I'm here for. And I was like, this is crazy. Okay, well, I know I got, I know I got Dusty and I know I've got my shadow and I, he's never given me another name. So we're going to go with it. And he doesn't show up very often anymore. But I'll tell you what, when I'm getting kind of stuck in the mud and not having fun, he's going to be there. So days went on and, and all of a sudden, next thing you know, I had another guide because we, you know, somebody in the class was teaching a thing on, on automatic writing and it was pretty cool. And, and we did this meditation. We were supposed to do an automatic writing after that. And oh my God, I had another guide. And this one was literally my gatekeeper. This is my guide that literally shows up to help me with my mediumship. And I'm like, oh my God, where'd you come from? He gave me his name. Don't anybody laugh. I do call him Chubby Bear. He told me to call him that. Um, he is not a bear. He is, you know, very much human, but he looks like the biggest, burliest biker you ever did see that sits at a bar as a bouncer. And he's kind of scary looking, but you know what? To me, he's just this big, cuddly bear, you know? And I think that was probably his nickname when he was alive. And we're just going to go with it. And I'm like, whatever. And I just call him, hey, Chubby, can I, can I get some help? But again, here had already been certified. Here had already gone through all this. And all of a sudden, now, boom, I went from one to two to three guys that I was talking to. And I was like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Now, for years, that's all I had. For years, that's all I asked for. I didn't ask for more. That's all I worked with. I knew there had to be more, but I didn't feel a need for them. Okay? But again, my guides or my new guides come in in situations that are just different. And I find that when I'm not trying is when they show up. I have another one named Victoria. God bless Victoria's heart. She comes from somewhere in the 1800s. Um, never really gotten very down. She's all about business, business, business. I know she was a businesswoman. She's, you know, very high up in the collar with her dress and she's got half, you know, that little hoop, metal hoop skirt that just comes off the bum, long dress. She's always wearing that. She's always wearing very dark clothing. She was a businesswoman back then. And you know what? That's what she does. She's, she shows up for my business. But I was talking to a friend and as my friend is talking to me in King Victoria and Victoria's having a beautiful conversation. Hello, I'm here. I'm here for you. My name is Victoria and I'm here for to help you with your business. That's what I'm, that's what I'm there to do. And she was having this beautiful conversation with me, very much one-sided because I was listening to her as I'm listening also to my friend and here I've met a new guide. But again, in a situation of which I'm not paying attention and all of a sudden, boom, another thought in my head. That's not mine. And I can understand it. So I'm like, God, my head itches today. I don't even know why, but we're going to give it a good scratch. And we just kind of, you know, I, I'm like, there you go. Here we go. I got this new guide. And it's amazing. I just, you know, and, and I have Giuliano. God bless Giuliano. It's amazing. He showed up a year ago. And it's so funny because Giuliano actually, I, I had hired somebody. I, I, I 
contracted somebody that does beautiful spirit art and she beautifully does guides and um if you want to know her name she's at a temple temple of um temple of balance temperance of balance oh my god i'm gonna have to i'm going to have to um i'm gonna google that one for you um yes temple of balance if you ever want she's got like over half a million followers oh my god almost six hundred thousand followers she is amazing but she does amazing spirit work and works with your guides. And, and last year for my birthday, I had her do this. And I'd already been speaking with this new guide and I didn't know what he was about. And I just knew he had a more regal, more pure, beautiful energy than anything I had experienced. And uh, here she was drawing him. Here she was talking to him. And it was the most beautiful thing because I was able to start working with him. And he, I actually got this amazing image of him. And if you look back on my Facebook, you'll see a picture of him. Um, it's just amazing to work with him. And he's just, you know, so I know when he comes in, I know his energy now. Now, Giuliano doesn't come in my head first. Giuliano gives me a feeling. And it's this beautiful, warm feeling I get. It's just so love. Recently, I've been working on doing transmediumship. I've got a new one that's coming in. Again, it's a feeling. But I will tell you, they show up when I'm not trying. When I sit here and I go, oh, my God, you need to show up. I need to talk to you. And I'm shoving that door as hard as I can. They don't come. Because that's the last thing I'm actually open to. Because all I do is close off everything. That's all. Is all I do is close off everything. But when I walk away from the door, and I try not to push it open, I try not to do all this, that's when they show up. Because literally they find times where I'm not trying so hard. I'm not putting myself in a stuck position. Because anybody knows, God, I'm just, I need a lotion or something. I'm just dry all over. Anybody knows, you play with a Chinese finger puzzles and you put your finger in and you yank, 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 yank. You are not yanking your fingers out of those, no matter how hard you try. Oh my God. Right? Think of talking to your guides like that. But when you put your fingers together and you shrink it up, you can very easily bring your fingers up. It's that feeling of being stuck, guys. Sometimes you have to loosen and relax in order to be unstuck. So give, God, you guys just see something fly through the screen? That was awesome. It was actually to my right side. Um, so literally, if you're feeling stuck, Relax, sit back, let go, let life happen. Keep talking to them. They will answer. And one day you'll be like, oh my God, I just, I, I understand. I get it. It'll be huge. It'll be huge. But you do have to back up, okay? Allow yourself to receive the information. <laughs> Good morning, Miss Tracy. Um, so hopefully that helps with that analogy of being stuck. Okay. Hopefully that helps tremendously. And if you're like me, sometimes you just find a hypnotherapist to do it for you or help you do it. Because 
That's one thing I've done too. But I did not find the hypnotherapist job for my mediumship. I found it for my own personal life. Things I wasn't allowing myself to see. So that's where I went also. Okay. So this morning, oh my God, it's been a beautiful morning already. And I cannot wait to bring in Deb. You are going to love her. She is so amazing. Um, I'm going to see you guys here back in a few minutes after the station break on Diet Renee here with School Through Spirit on WL2KDB. Looking to launch your new masterpiece? Then try something new with Moonbow Publishing and Production. At Moonbow, we have a strong desire to serve authors in a powerful and meaningful way. After all, you poured your heart and soul into your writing and we fully understand and respect that. Remember this. You will own the copyright to your work. You will have the final say on your work before being published. Even after all of that, we've saved the best for last. We won't take a percentage sold. Nope, not a penny. Excited about MoonbowPublications.com yet? We thought so. Take advantage of our company's services like book editing, formatting, and covers, publishing, and photography. Moonbow Publishing and Productions has everything you are looking for in a company. Remember, we will not keep any commissions. We are a boutique publishing company focusing on spiritual, health and wellness, and personal growth genres. Moonbow Publications and Productions, a new kind of publishing company. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is Jet Renee with School Through Spirit on WLTKDB. Um, I want to say good morning, Miss Leora. I hope I'm saying that way, Leora, Leora King. Um, uh, and I just wanted to let you know I'm going to bring in Deb here because she's amazing and I want you to meet her. Hey, Deb. Can you hear me? You can't hear me? Oh, my God, Todd, she can't hear me. I can hear her. She can't hear me. Let me ask Todd what's going on. Todd, what's going on? Okay, it's a computer issue, Deb. I can hear. Can you hear me? Awesome. Sometimes we just have to sit back and go let it happen, right? Pretty much. I love it. Like, I can't hear. That's okay. I was about to, like, like, like somehow get it, like, send you a message going, we'll type. We'll type, if nothing else. Because I can hear you. You just have to see my questions. <laughs> Good morning, Jessica. Good morning, Sherry. I'm just saying hi. Good morning, Angie, to the people that are showing up to say hi this morning. Um. Well, everybody, this is Jessica. <laughs> oh my goodness. Look at this. Isn't it great how everybody comes in? I love it. Good morning, mm -hmm. Angie. Um, so Deb, can you tell everybody who you are, what you do? You're oh, just the beginning. 
I know there's so much. There's, there's so much. much. Everybody knows who you are everybody already because I talk about you. So they know this is the, everybody. This is the name with the face. <laughs> um, let's see. I, I usually say, hi, I'm Deb. I'm a flake. <laughs> that works. It, it took me a while to figure out uh, what I wanted to do and who I was and you know, finally at 51, I feel like I am the most authentic version of myself. Um, I was a teacher, an executive director of a foundation. I was in sales. I'm, I'm still a nurse. I worked in the car industry, you know, just all sorts of things. Um, always always learning because I, I was taught education is the only thing that can't be taken from you. So it was like, I was continuing, always continuing to search and search and search. And um, what I found was that through all of this, I could hear. Oh, really? and, um, And I just, I needed to do something that helped people in a way that was most authentic to myself. So I was encouraged to um, learn some energy modalities. So I'm an energy healer. Um, and I wanted something more to go along with that. And, and someone said, have you ever considered hypnotherapy? And I'm like, no, never, never been hypnotized in my life. And they explained to me what, you know, hypnotherapy really was, and it became fascinating. And so I just, I, I dove in. And one day I looked at my husband, uh, Link, who is just a, a, a godsend in my life and said, I'm starting my own business and literally started my own business the next day. Wow. Wow. And that's history. That's history. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. How did you go from, how did you go from, this person that's like an executive and, and sales and nursing and all that into model energy modalities. How did you make that flip? Well, what I found was that I was using it in my other life, but I, I, I felt like I always had to hide, you know, like, you know, don't let anyone know that you've, you know, like going to uh, nursing school, taking a pulse was really hard because when you feel energy in your hands, yeah. everything feels like a pulse. Yeah. Um, and, and so it, I had that, at, but it was just, you know, just such a pull to go somewhere else. And it really took um, having someone else. I mean, and I, I hate to say this because I'm all about, you know, feeling the power within yourself and, and uh, intrinsic uh, motivation and whatnot. But it took someone else looking at me and saying, you really need to consider doing this and encouraging me to take a step in a different direction. I actually remember when you were on your journey, messaging you on Facebook, because I knew I had something going on also Right. I'm quite sure. And I remember messaging you saying, Hey, just touching base. Let's get together for coffee sometime. And this was years ago. Years ago. Yeah. Years ago. So yeah. I was thinking, you know, everything happens when it's supposed to happen. And if you're, you know, I know you mentioned this on last week's show. 
but it was when I decided that everything I would do would be, let me ask spirit. Mm -hmm. Let me just go to spirit. And I affectionately refer to it as Gus, God, universe, spirit. So, you know, go to my Gus and say, what's, what's the next right thing for me and the people around me? Mm -hmm. And so then it was just such an easy thing. So I still have that, you know, uh, punch a clock job. I'm still a nurse and I get to use my Western medicine, but I have this whole other life that's just so uh, full and, and I, I'm just, I'm such a baby on the journey is how I feel like every day is just learning and growing with it. That's never going to end. Just yeah. being it's never going to end. <laughs> you know, I, there you go. Cause I think it's funny because you, I mean, Deb and I hadn't seen each other for a lot of years, kind of reconnected at what about a year ago and then yeah. we each other for a while. And then we reconnected again through hypno, you know, through her hypnotherapy business. And, um, I went from a person that didn't think I could, re- I really wanted to learn trans mediumship. Didn't think I could be hypnotized. And you put me under like now, you know, it's like oh, yeah. you, you open your mouth and I'm gone. Yeah. I was like, basically, Hey, do you want to be hypnotized? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Out. And now I'm studying trans therapy or, you know, trans hypno or trans hypnotherapy, trans mediumship, you know? So I always think it's neat how some people just kind of come into your life and catapult you, mm-hmm. you know, they just come in as a catapult. So when you were talking about, you know, like I did want to admit that I had to, you know, like ask this, but you know, you had to be told this, but that's how it works. Yeah. Right? Sometimes I mean, it was, you know, kind of like I knew you and I needed to talk, but yeah. the timing wasn't right. So when the timing is right, it's just so easy. So it was the same thing where this other person saw me, she saw what was going on in me. She reached out, we waited until the timing was right. And then it was just, you know, she pointed me in the right direction. Uh, I took a bunch of uh, classes. So, you know, I'm a specialized kinesiologist. I, I'm trained in brain integration therapy. Um, and, and right now I'm, I'm working with Reiki, you know, mm-hmm. so it's like, everything just happens for a reason. There's never a coincidence. No, never, ever a coincidence. Everything. If you stop and look at it, it's like, everything is like, Oh, there's the lesson. Yeah. So talk more about, um, uh, Vicki is asking, what exactly does a hypnotherapist do? I want to answer that question before we go on to my questions. Cause I okay. like that question. <laughs> Okay, so what does a hypnotherapist do? I don't know. What do I do? I can tell you. (laughs) Um, When you come to me, because I have um, these energy modalities also, I'm going to ask, you know, I'm going to talk with you and find out what your goals are. And then I'm going to customize a session for you. So it might be that, you know, like you can do weight loss and you can do smoking cessation and, you know, you can do anxiety and pain management, or you can do past life regression, or you can do um, regression, you know, regression within this life. So the first thing that I always like to point out is when people say, well, I don't know if I can be hypnotized or whatever is, have you ever been driving down the road? And, you know, you, you know that you're going to, let's say Madison, and then all of a sudden you're, 30 minutes into the ride and you don't remember that past 30 minutes. Yeah. 
that's a trance-like state. Anyone that meditates, that's a trance-like state. So hypnotherapy is just getting um, the client to get into a relaxed state so that we can work with subliminal messaging so that we can speak with your subconscious and and integrate whatever it is that you need. So maybe it's that you had a trauma sometime earlier in your life. And so we're going to go back to that trauma. We're going to take a look at it. Um, some hypnotherapists do straight script reading. I like to encourage my client that if they want to vocalize during the session, they can talk back. Mm -hmm. So I always empower them. So for me, it's I'm just helping you get relaxed so that we can get to the, you know, I, I call it onion therapy, mm -hmm. crack the onion open, cry if you need to cry. And then maybe, maybe we do an energetic correction there. Maybe we don't, maybe it's just straight hypnotherapy and, you know, and you say, okay, this happened. And then we give you positive um, reinforcement, or maybe we go back and look at something, mm -hmm. you're in a bad space, space now. Mm -hmm. We go back and look for a time that you felt positive. We find that we bring it forth. So mm -hmm. it's, really just speaking with your subconscious. But the important thing to remember is that the client is always in control. Yes. I'm just a guide because I, I can't, you know, could I make you quack like a duck or a disco dance or whatever? Probably, but it, I can't make anyone do anything. Right. You, you only do what is right for you. So I, I can't, you know, do a Manchurian candidate and send you out to be a killer or, and you're not going to tell me your deepest, darkest secrets, because just like how when you're driving and you don't remember the ride, you maintain safety all the time. Mm -hmm. You always keep, you know, it's, it's the body and the subconscious's uh, goal to keep your body safe. So I can't ever put you in harm's way. But the big thing that I do um, with my hypnotherapy is that I'm, I'm constantly connecting you with spirit yeah. so that. My question isn't, can I do it for you? It's, should I do it for you? So maybe you come to me and you say, I really need to do, you know, some, something like review this trauma and I can muscle test you and be mm -hmm. like, yes, you're ready to do it. Or I can say, I know that's what you think you need to do, but we need to start somewhere else because that's just going to send you into an emotional spiral. Yeah. So it's kind of like the long version of what it is. But that's my version is that I want I want to first do no harm. Right. And I like it because, I mean, I want to talk about my sessions a little bit, not who I am, you know, the different time periods. You know what I mean? But I know, like for myself, I was, can I be hypnotized? Can I be this? Can I, what's going to happen? You know, mm -hmm. I, I came to because I felt stuck, like I can't progress. I don't know why I won't allow myself to do certain things in my life. You know, right. I, I couldn't get over this. It was like no amount of two by four therapy could get me to do certain things. It was like I could come right up to it and then I'd halt. I'd come right up to it and I halt. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, why can't I do that? So when you offered, hey, because when you were going through, your, you know, your training, you're like, hey, I'm going to do this, you know, as practice. I'm like, I'm always the guinea pig. Let me go. Let me do it. Let me go. You know, and I could not believe just the first section of taking me back and, and, and I don't know, I didn't expect to go to past lives. You know, I thought it was all in this life. I really thought everything I had going on was in this lifetime. Do I believe in past lives? 110%. I read them for other people. 
But when I went to past lives, I was like, wow, you know, and I was blown away that I can remember, I think virtually everything, you know what I mean? It's like, all of these, like, wow, that makes sense. That explains why, you know what, I, I know who I am, but I keep stopping myself. You know, I know who I am, but I keep stopping myself. You know, in each session, I found we found a different life that, you know what I mean? I would know who I am, and then I'd stop myself. And it was like, so beautiful to have those experiences. But now, when you're going through it, you wake up and you're like, oh, that's great, blah, blah, blah. But how is that, how is that knowledge really going to help me? You know, I mean, and literally, I'll tell you what, both times I've left your office, I went, okay, great. This is awesome. Now I feel like kind of a whack job, you know, what I mean? <laughs> at the same time, I'm like, how is that knowledge supposed to help me? And what I found, and this is huge, what I have found is that I'm, I'm propelling through life now. Mm -hmm. I have very limited stuck things. By the way, I know I got I get, as I'm talking to you, I can feel my right shoulder going, don't do it, don't do it. You know what I mean? So I know there's another stuck there. That's how I feel it, you know? So I know oh. I'm you up going, Dub, I need another session. <laughs> so when you're talking about that, the muscle stuff too. So yeah. that's one of the big things that, um, you know, I, I like the fact that I have this Western medical background because I can understand a lot of this cellular stuff too. So emotions do get stuck in our cellular body. So we have this, you know, like we're talking past lives. And, and so I would say I have um, a, a career now that has some, what I like to call affectionately woo-woo to it, you know, the woo-woo effect. Woo -woo. If I need to, if, let's say you're somebody who's just not really into the rule. I can explain it to you in the Western medical sense too, that, okay, so maybe you were riding your bike when you're 10 years old, like you have a pain and it just doesn't go away. And you're, you're like, you know, and every time you get this feeling of being embarrassed, it's this pain in your right shoulder. And you find that, you know, eventually you're doing this and then you have a bully victim muscular thing going on. And, you know, pretty soon your back's out of whack and, and it happens periodically. Mm -hmm. We can go back and look at that time when you were 10 years old, what that emotion felt like. And maybe it was that you fell off your bike right. and you were embarrassed and you, you started holding your body like this. And so it's the same emotion. So every time you have that emotion, your, your cellular makeup goes and does the same thing, gives you the same pain. And I'm like, we can we can fix that right that's something that can be fixed and it can be fixed through energy work and hypnotherapy and so i always say that's why i love it because i can say all right we've looked at the trauma we've done whatever and now let's move on like the goal is so that you get to move on and and i never want to make anyone so dependent on me that they feel like they can't move on right. but you know hypnotherapy can be like um you know, for some people like chiropractic care or like your checkup is, you know, you're going along just fine and all of a sudden you feel a little like, hmm, something's not right. Mm -hmm. It's probably time to take a look again. Yeah. And that's where I'm at because I know when I'm like the shoulder, it's like so yeah. much I'm feeling it for you. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like yeah, I can, it's, it's not like a pain. It's just like, I can feel like I want to push it forward and it won't go. And I'm like, okay, we right got it. Yeah. <laughs> But I've also found out a lot since the last time I'm, you know, we've seen each other. Uh -huh. So I know, I kind of know what it's about, you know what I mean? So it's for me, I, yeah. And I know I have to go back and I know I have to explore this past life that I know about now. Well, 
known about it, known about it for a long time. It's one that I haven't discussed with you, but it's been uh, brought up a few times recently. Um, and now it's become an acceptance, you know, like, okay, I, you know, I, it's integrating parts of me that you go, oh my God, and you just accept it. But so I know this right now is just kind of like, okay, now I got to go back and let, let's relive this, see what's going on and, and see if we can push further, you know, and it just means I'm ready though, too. So it means I'm ready, you know. And you know, you, you mentioning that, <clears throat> excuse me, being ready. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what I'm talking about that, you know, you might call me up and say, I need to schedule an appointment and we're going to talk. And I, I'm going to be like, can, can I? Yep. Should mm -hmm. I? Nope. And I'm not going to have somebody come in. You know, I had somebody ask, um, can I quit smoking in one session? Cause they really only wanted to pay for one session. Right. And, I, and I'm like, you know, that's really kind of up to you. Now, the recommended is three because it, it, it's like the 21 days is a, a good barometer of change your behavior for 21 days and it becomes a, a new habit. But, you know, I, I said to the person, we can try in one time, but it's not what I recommend. Right. So you know, I'm going to give you a recommendation, but I'm going to let you do what you want to do. And, you know, I had someone else ask me, like, I think they put on a Facebook post of mine, does it work? And I'm thinking, nope, sham. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, it was funny because, you know what, that's one thing you and I had talked about when the first time I come to your, to your office and we were talking because you, that was one of the questions, have you ever been hypnotized before? And I said, well, it's kind of funny because I tried once quite a while ago when I was still smoking and I went to the girl group and I went in and I had what was supposed to be my last cigarette and I put it out and I went down, sat down. I can remember my head flopping like a flat fish and everything was done. I got out, went out to my car, picked up a cigarette and lit up and what kept going and went, well, that was a waste of 50 bucks, you know? And you went, did you want to quit smoking? Like, you're yeah. like, you can get hypnotized for anything, but if you don't want it, it's not going to work. Correct. So that's, you know, but I guess kind of back to that, what is hypnotherapy? It, it also depends because I, I've also studied um, neuro-linguistics. Neuro so that means that words, every word has meaning. Mm -hmm. um, and words have so much power and the words we speak upon ourselves or the words we speak of others. And so when I'm talking to people about what, what their goals are, I'm also looking at what are their secondary, because maybe you've been a smoker for a long time and smoking is not about smoking. It's about something else completely. Well, you can have three sessions to stop smoking but you probably need to deal with problem number one mm -hmm. because the smoking's not going away until we deal with problem number one. And it's not that I'm trying to get you get, get more money or whatever it is. It's no, I want you to get where you want to go. So I'm going to talk to you about all of it and not just say, okay, well, you know, you came here for this. So I'll, I'll give you this and then you'll leave dissatisfied and you might still leave dissatisfied. I can't promise that you're going to be happy. But so far, everyone seems really happy. <laughs> that is so funny that you would say that because I can remember when I was smoking and I can remember people looking at me, you know, because when you do smoke, everybody wants you to quit. Why don't oh, you yeah. quit? Love? I mean, everybody's got a comment. You know what I mean? Um, 
They just do. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could eat a, you could eat until you're a very big person and nobody's going to say stop putting the donut in your face, but you put a cigarette to your mouth and it's going to be like, why don't you quit that? I don't know. But I can look at somebody and say, I've had everything else completely taken away from me. This is all I have you cannot take from me. And I would show them my cigarette. Like, this is all I have you cannot strip from me. Yes. This is it. And the weight of that was huge. The weight of that was huge. And it wasn't until I would I started to realize I had more than just a cigarette. So mm-hmm. I could put that down and walk away. You know what I mean? And I'm gonna I'm gonna t- I'm gonna do a big shout out to somebody that didn't know that. And it and and most people wouldn't kind probably wouldn't do this because they don't see this. But I'm gonna I, everybody knows who famous Dave is, Dave Anderson. Everybody knows who he is. And I'll tell you what, I worked for him, and because of him, I quit smoking. Because literally his training program to be a server taught me I was more than what I thought I was, and I could do more than I thought I could do. You know what I mean? And he became kind of a friend to me because I worked for him at his own restaurant. So I realized I could put that cigarette down because I had so much more than that, you know, but it goes back to that whole, you know, it's all I had. So why would I put it down? Why would I walk away? No hypnotherapist would have gotten me anywhere near quitting. No. Well, my, my husband, had someone else hypnotize him for uh, to quit chewing. Okay. And, you know, because this was before I, I was trained. And he continued to chew. And when he finally quit, after I'd been trained as a hypnotherapist, he, he quit. And he looked at me. He said, you know what's really crazy? If you hadn't explained to me how hypnotherapy works, that it's subliminal and it continues to work on your subconscious level. He's like, it was when I quit that I, he was all of a sudden, all the stuff that from the hypnotherapy session started flooding in. And he's like, it was like the constant reinforcement. He quit when he was ready to quit, but he now has that reinforcement. And for something of a cessation, especially if it's something that you're not really wanting to do, mm-hmm perhaps what you need to do. That's one of those where I'm like, you might need maintenance. You might need to come back. You know, um, somebody asked me about weight loss. Now I'm heavier than I've ever been in my life, but I'm happy. I think that's all that matters. You know, so I'm a happy person. So I like, I always say, don't, don't look at me and then say, Oh, can you do weight loss? Because I'm, you know, because they're probably saying, well, she used to be really skinny. Well, yeah, but I was really unhappy. But I'm really happy. So I always say, don't, you know, I, and I still drink Coke and I still eat unhealthy. It's like, I believe in all of this stuff, but I believe in having the life that you want to have too. Exactly. And that's but, what's important. Yeah. Um, earlier when you were talking about hearing spirit, and I always laugh because I'm thinking as I'm watching myself, because I don't normally watch myself speak. I'm like, oh, yes, there it is. <laughs> everybody does that. Every expect, And it's weird. But I, I, I can't say everybody does, but unless you've been doing it for years, you do this. <laughs> yeah. And it's always the same ear. And so people look at you and you're like, oh, I do this. I, I don't do this so much as I do like this. I got to uncover it. And I'm like, and I'll be in a reading. I'm like, why am I covering that? I don't. And then I'll be like back to this again. Yep. It's, it's really weird. Um, 
Vicky is asking, can you do it over Zoom or just in person? Um, I can do it uh, over Zoom. Sorry, I asked a question and my Alexa answered it. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> She's like, I don't know what you, what are you asking? <laughs> so, yes, I, I can do it over Zoom. Um, I've used... Uh, what's the iPhone one? FaceTime. Okay. Yep. Yep. I, I've used FaceTime. I, I've used WhatsApp. Um, I, I kind of like WhatsApp. It works pretty well. Um, my biggest thing is when we're doing it remotely is that I need you to be in a place that you can still have contact because when I'm hip hypnotizing someone, I like to be able to use cues so I can see how deep you are in the process. Because maybe you're somebody who is um, very susceptible. And so I'm like, okay, I only need to do an induction and a deepener and we're there. Maybe you're somebody who's a little bit more skeptical. And so I need to do multiple deepeners. Well, I'm watching because I'm going to ask you things like, you know, one of the things I, I mentioned is I take you on a walk and I'm like, oh boy, you're probably super thirsty. As soon as I can see you moving, you know, like as if you're drinking or, you know, then I'm like, okay, we're there. So I need to be able to see things. There you go. Um, yeah. Because to me, it's like I said, it, it's always about how is your experience? I don't want it to be a, a literally that I just phoned it in. And so you're like, and, and sometimes when people are really skeptical, skeptical, I like to do things so that and have them remember it. Cause some people do not remember anything about their hypnosis, but I will have them remember the thing like where I made their hands cement. Okay. So that they're like, Oh, because hypnotherapy is just like being very relaxed. So mm -hmm. you'll have people that come out and say, I don't think it really worked. And I'm like, well, but your hands were cement and you couldn't move them. Right. <laughs> So you were kind of there, you know, remember that. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Right. And I, I love that. So let's go back to a little bit of what you've talked about. Because you talked about like kinesiology and other thing, modalities that you have. What are those? What are they about? And how do they add, aid to you into what you do now? My other? My like kinesiology and all of that. Okay. What, what's the question? What is kinesiology? <laughs> what is Okay, so specialized kinesiology and then something with brain, brain wave, something. I can't remember. It's okay. been a while. So <laughs> with memory. <laughs> um, excuse me. So specialized kinesiology, um, it, it depends on where you are in the world mm -hmm. um, on how, what it's called. Sometimes it's called bioenergetics. It is using um, acupoints and meridians Um to manipulate the energy, manipulate, I, I don't know if manipulate is the right word. I, I like to think of it as being a conduit to help your body reestablish energetic pathways that may be obstructed. So oh. like um, people that have, have a lot of body issues, pain, pain is one of the biggest ones. And so you can use that to do acupressure or touching of acupoints 
to reestablish meridians and you become essentially a conduit and pass the energy through through yourself or um i actually use i, I did not know this until i studied reiki right. i actually use more of a reiki type energy because i i like to put energy in to the person as mm -hmm. well um or sometimes it might be that i draw something out you know right. or like okay that's really stuck and um, and we talk about um, how it's affecting you. And then it, it's a lot of chakra work as well, like making sure that the chakras that are in balance, because, you know, it might, you might have a chakra that's open, but I've found in my life, like my throat chakra is wide open. And then everybody in the world knows exactly what I'm thinking because it comes out. I <laughs> <laughs> like it just comes out. It just comes out. <laughs> Yeah, like me, I've got no filter. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm with no filter. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm missing my frontal lobe and the throat chakra. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I always tell people, I, they'll tell me, oh my God, you're such an amazing medium. I'm like, no, I just have a mouth, a throat chakra that's open, a mouth that doesn't know how to shut up. And God, we have to do something with that. So yeah. give her somebody that she can listen to and talk to. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? You know, so that I that right there, like that uh, specialized kinesiology and like brain integration therapy is just it's another type of um, modality in the same vein as that, where, okay. you know, using acupoints and meridians. Um, I, I am fortunate because I can muscle test you, which I don't know if when I'm saying muscle testing, if people know what I'm talking oh, about. Can you explain it better? Okay, so I can usually show someone, I'm gonna kind of do it like this. All right, so usually I can just have you raise your arm up and then I I can touch your arm and spindle your muscles so that it locks. Okay. And then I'll be like, okay, so you know, I show you how your arm locks with the, with the muscle spindle. Right. And then I'm like, okay, and then I open it up and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna show you how your body's gonna give me a yes or a no. And we can ask yes or no questions and your body literally answers it. And so that's called muscle testing. And I, I can teach you how to do that for yourself as well. So like there are times that I don't know and I feel it internally. Mm -hmm. A lot of people do and they might use what's called the sway method um, where they lean forward with a yes, um, reverse is a no. Your body shows you what you want. I can I feel it as a thunk too. Mm -hmm. I sway or I can feel it as a funk. So the entire time that I'm working with someone, I'm using this as well. Um, always asking what what's going on for them. But you can use muscle testing. I, sometimes I use it for what I'm going to wear because I'm like, I don't know what I want to wear. And I'm kind of like, oh, there it is. Mm -hmm. Or finding foods like, um, you know, something's really been upsetting my stomach and you can hold it to your abdomen and and your body will tell you, yes, eat this. No, don't eat it. And it's always, always important, not can I, should I? Because you can do anything. We have free will. <laughs> well, exactly. You know, exactly. Now, do you use those? So do you use those things while you're doing hypnotherapy too? Yes. Like on yourself? How do you incorporate? I mean, I can see in my own head how you're doing it. But how would you explain to people how you're using that in hypnotherapy? Well, when I'm listening, because, you know, I bring them into my office and you've been in my office where it's, it's very, com 
I like to think of my entire style is very conversational. It is. We're, we're just sitting. I let you pick the spot um, that you want to sit. We sit by my fireplace. We we chit chat. And while people are talking to me, um, and I don't know if I can swear or not, but I always oh. call it that I got the bullshit meter. It <laughs> When they're talking, if it's if it's just not feeling quite right, like what they're saying, I'm like that. I can feel that it, there's more. Mm -hmm. That's usually when I walk, get up and walk over, and I say, "Can I show you something?" And I start doing the muscle testing on them because I can feel it internally because I've already um, connected with you. I've already energetically connected. I've already um, reached out to my spirit guide, and um, you know. I've asked spirit to be a part of my session. I, I use um, the my Reiki uh, prayers beforehand, you know, kind of like, all right, this, I get ready before you, you're even walking in asking me to be connected. Wow. So when the, when the person's sitting there and I'm like, they, they need to see why we're going to go in a different direction. I'll get up and I show them on them. Like, let me show you something. Right. And, and that way they can see, and usually their face is like, oh, my goodness, because then it, it allows the conversation to go in a new direction where I'm like, this is what I think we need to talk about a little bit. And and people are a little more receptive, because if you just say if you look at someone and go, yeah, I think that's not right there, that closes the conversation. So to me, I use it as a uh, an expansion of the conversation. Right. And then when you're under, I'm also asking, you know, um, and I, I use uh, hand mo hand mudras. Okay. Uh, so I use doing that. Yeah. Yeah. So I use hand mudras as well. So like um, this is time. Like so, if I'm regressing you, so that I'm not making you go through things that you don't necessarily need to go through. I'm like, okay, this is our this is our intention. I set the intention mm -hmm. and that's our goal. And then I'm like, okay, how far back do we need to go or where do we need to go? And maybe it's three, you know, like three years. So I, I feel it. I'm like one, two, three. Okay. Yep. And I, I get that funk feeling. Right. And then I take you there. And so I'm using hand mudras the entire time and asking spirit to guide me as well, because some people will say, um, that that sway method, it's your subconscious. Some people say spirit. I choose to believe that it's my Gus, you mm -hmm. know, leading me. So I love, I love that. I love how you, I just, and I love how it, it's like, if I connect dots, it's like, you know, cause you were a nurse before everything else, weren't you? you I know? was a teacher first. Teacher. Okay. Yeah. So teacher and then kind of got lost along the way, not just not really knowing what to do. Um, went through a divorce, which completely changed me as a person. Um, and then I, I went to nursing school. Okay. So, but you have this um, natural progression straight into healing, you know, <laughs> straight into healing, you know, and it's just, it's, as I'm listening to you, it's like, wow, it's almost like your journey was supposed to be on this trajectory somehow. And I'm not saying all nurses are going to end up here. Or if you're not a nurse, you're not going to end up here. But well, it just seems like. Yeah. So know. 
this is not where I intended on going today, <laughs> but I love it because you said this is just going to be a conversation. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's a conversation. Throw questions at people. And I found out we didn't do anything much. You know what I mean? Now we yeah. have conversations and we go someplace. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so, you know, you say in this, um, this healer thing. So when, and I'm just, when I first met with who I like to call my mentor, but she's also my incredibly dear friend. And like she says to me, we're on such a, there are things she teaches me. There are things I teach her because I didn't understand that I was a natural born healer. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand that. I, I can remember going for walks with my, my friend, um, Amy, when we were little kids and her falling, like twisting her ankle, we thought we were quite the adventurers and she twisted her ankle. And I remember me doing this mm. and putting my hand and laying hands on her. And she said, that doesn't work. That only works on Kung Fu and me laughing and saying, um, it'll work. And she, the look on her face, like, I don't hurt anymore. You know, I didn't, it was that faith of a child. Once I had the faith of a child again, right. Everything just went like, this was me going along. And then it was yep. because I just had to have the faith that it was always there. Yeah. And, and it was, um, and then, then I understood why my, my patients at the hospital always wanted me like they would, refuse lotion from other people, but they wanted me to put, apply lotion. Well, because this is a God gift right. or Gus gift or whatever gift, because I, I didn't say, please make my hand special, but they have, They're they have a healing power to them. Um, and I didn't, I didn't know what to call myself for the longest time. So as I was speaking with my mentor and she kept saying, there's going to be a time, there's going to be a time. And I'm just looking at her like, I travel with a world renowned car auction. Mm -hmm. There is not a time for me to have my own business. And, you know, I, I am a woman operating in a man's world. And all of a sudden, like I said, it was just boom. Today's the day. This is what I'm doing. Um, this is how I'm changing. And but I didn't, I still, I still don't know what to call myself. I call myself a hypnotherapist. Well, you are. Because I am. You are. All the other stuff, my cards are intentionally blank of what I am. Um, I, I read before you brought me on, I was reading a friend's website. Um, and she, I remember when she wrote her website paragraph and she said, what do you want to call yourself? And I'm like, I don't know what to call myself. Cause I didn't realize that I'd been mentoring her for quite some time. And uh, what she calls me is a spiritual healer. Well, there you go. So, you know, I am ordained. Mm -hmm. um, so I, theoretically I can do spiritual therapy. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but uh some people call me a witch. That's okay too. Some people call me something with a witch, starts with a B instead. 
that. Accurate also. There you go. There's always that one. And you're, you know, probably in one lifetime you're worse. What's the matter? I know I was. We found that out. <laughs> one, one lifetime, I'm like, I can float back into that in a heartbeat. But, you know, if there's so many little phrases that go through my head now. And I'm like, what? A, I was afraid to go this route because I thought, what will people think of me? I remember when I took your class and I said, I want, I want to... Basically, I wanted to show that, yeah, I, I was hearing what I was hearing, right. seeing what I was seeing. Um, I, I love the way that spirit speaks to me. Um, but I knew I, I knew I didn't want to put my placard out as Deb the Psychic Medium right. because that wasn't my complete gift. That would have pigeonholed me. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are, you know, I know there are some people that they don't want the woo-woo. They just need to come and not smoke anymore. Yeah. Or, so I'm like, you know, I can morph and chameleon into whatever it is that you need me to be, but I'm going to be me the whole time. I'm just not going to tell you what I'm doing. I'm not going to say, you know, okay, so all the woo-woo stuff, that's just going to be in me today. I'm, yeah. But some people, I might, they might be here and I whip out a tarot deck and do an intuitive reading for them also because they might need that reinforcement that day. Mm -hmm. And that's just it. You know, our souls are, are designed to do what they're supposed to be doing. You know, I just had a trans medium reading and literally he just, the, the guy came through and said, you know, um, your soul's been preparing this a long time, like eons, you know, this is who you are. At the end of the day, I can't undo what the soul wants to do. You know, I mean, I can try, I can buck it, but I'm still, I'm still destined to do certain things, you know? And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what I call myself, you know? I mean, I've got, if I, I sat down there and put an array of everything I do, it gets very long. I, I just call myself a psychic medium, medical intuitive, because that's what, what that's where my mood healing is, you know? And it's something I'm passionate about, you know? Right. I also explain it, it's like being a medium. It's kind of like walking into a hospital as a nurse. What do you want to do in the hospital? <laughs> you know I mean? Exactly. Exactly. You know, so and and then, I love that. Yeah. And that, that's why I just, like I said, my, my business cards are wide open because I, I thought I'm not done. I'm yeah. just not done with this journey. And, um, going. it'll definitely keep going, keep building. I, I hope so because man, I love it. I, <laughs> I have so much gratitude and joy right now because I'm, I see the good of, of what's being done here. You know, I, when I moved out to this location and built this space, I just kept saying, this is going to be a place of healing. Mm -hmm. And I see what it's done for Link. Uh, my husband yeah. and um i see what it's done for me um i see the people relax when they come out here so it it really is just a complete place of wellness and i and i want to grow that and um it is beautiful part of you know one part of it i want to move into your back shed you know <laughs> i just well there is not a there is not a thing about this place that I say, eh, you know, I 
it's a, a, a work in progress, a labor of love, but it, everything about it truly is to design a place of healing and wellness. Wow. Um, I, I do feel like I want to share this thing of like my entire concept of how I saw myself was uh, like a dandelion. Oh, so when we're little, we see dandelions and we think they're the most beautiful flowers ever. And we pick them for our moms and we, you know, um, when they're bright yellow, we rub them on our chins to see, you know, do you like butter and all that stuff. And, and, we find so much joy in them mm-hmm. and they're just so sunshiny and happy to me. And then as they age, they become a wish. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and I just love that, that everything about it is just so beautiful and they're so resilient. They are. Think about all the things that have happened in my life where I'm like, one time I, I said, yeah, well, you know, I got married and two days later we found out my husband had cancer and he has MS and he's had this life that, is has so much struggle and you know there's some addiction in there and and all of these things and i'm like and you know and i've been divorced more than once and um you know and i I had a child hit by a car and all you know all of these things that happen and it's just like i I just keep getting up and this warrior spirit that's like this dandelion so there's a meme out there that has a, a rose and a dandelion and the rose says i am a rose I do not like the pH of this soil and I shall die. And the the dandelion is coming out of a crack in the concrete and says, I'm a dandelion concrete F. Yeah. (laughs) That's me. That's my theory is, you know, let's, let's remain resilient and be like dandelions and see the beauty in what other people might call a noxious weed. Mm -hmm. That might be a noxious weed to you, but I'm resilient. And, and I have this hopeful, wishful life. And I want to share that with everyone. Not to and, mention, like, dandelion is also medicinal. Oh. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, a dandelion is medicinal. And you can yeah. eat any. I'm like, it's only a weed because we deem it a weed. Exactly. They're the most beautiful. I honestly look at it like I'm out in the country and we don't, we haven't had dandelions. And I'm like, where are the dandelions? <laughs> Well, I'm like, when I drive through the city, I want to find the yard full of them. Like, oh, my God, they let them grow. It's beautiful. It's like a big old meadow in the middle of nowhere, you know. <laughs> so we have bees out here, and, and we need we need the dandelions. So it's the constant struggle because, you know, Link likes a manicured lawn. And I'm like, please let the dandelions grow. Mm. So, you know, we've come to a compromise now. But, um, yeah, you know. That when you said, who am I? That's how I see myself. I love that. Um, and then I don't know if you can see behind me because I'm in my I office. I want to talk about that wall. I'm getting there. You don't even know. Like, I've been like, when can I ask her? He has got everybody. I asked this question when I first walked in because when you walk into Deb's office, it's beautiful, it's relaxing, but there's this wall of mirrors. And you're like, if you're like me, you don't want to look in a mirror. I mean, it's hard sometimes to look in a mirror and here you've got a wall of them. So let's talk about that wall. <laughs> so the wall of mirrors, it's not because I like looking in the mirror either, <laughs> but um, they're, they're all different shapes and sizes, um, different heights. And then I have two full length mirrors. So to me, when you're coming to see me, it's because you need 
to see a perspective. And to me, mirrors are all about perspective. So each mirror shows your image a different way. And, you know, in here, I'm like, you might have to look, you know, step up to see your complete face. You might only see a little bit. It might be an older mirror and your coloring's a little different. Um, so I, I'm always like, you know, look at yourself in all of these mirrors. That's your issue. How are you seeing it? Because it's just a different perspective. And then I have this one mirror. And I, I love this mirror. It's my skinny mirror. When I when I look at that one, I see myself. Oh man, I'm on that and a bag of chips. Right. Then I have this other mirror that shows me how I really am, and I have to love that just as much. That's right. the whole picture. Yep, the whole picture. So to me, you're coming here, and maybe you're maybe you're stuck on this one thing. I'm like, it's like going to the optometrist. Is it mm -hmm. this or is it this? Yep. Is it this or is it this? We just need to shift some perspectives and maybe look at the whole picture. So to me, the best way to do that was with mirrors, like just to remind people that what what are you seeing? What are you looking at? And uh, and I, I laughed because one of the first things you said to me was <laughs> all about perspective. <laughs> I do because I, I'm thinking about that because um, anybody that knows me, I I. I won't bring up, I've always had a difficulty with a big part of my childhood. And it was a part where I was bullied. It was a part where I wasn't having, you know, very much fun. And Deb and I sat down and talked and here I, I looked at Deb as a, a very popular girl. She's like, but I was bullied too. And I'm like, oh my God. And then the longer we talked, the more I realized, wait a second, there was so much of me I was hiding out of fear. I wasn't letting anybody anybody else see me for who I was so they were only seeing this little bit and that's what they were getting and it was a perspective of how I seen things you know I'd looked at this this part of my life all my life as this very negative one-sided negativity and when I opened up the perspective of that it helped me to grow it helped yeah. me to grow well the the doctor um I won't say his name, but he is a counselor in Lake Geneva. He's my mentor in hypnotherapy, um, encouraged me to go on this journey, has, you know, helped me develop my craft. <clears throat> he looked at me one day and said, you have hidden who you are for so long. When are you going to let that flag fly? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. So the other day I made a joke at work because if you know me, I'm mostly about self-deprecating humor and I mean and not necessarily because like I said that words have power it's not like I, I'm trash talking myself but you know I wear a mask at work I mm -hmm. sneezed in my mask and my humiliating story for the week I I had the sneeze that came out of nowhere in the middle of my med pass as I was at my cart I, I sneezed right into my own mask and I'm just like well it happened <laughs> move on and about two hours later, I thought, man, it's really dry in here. I must have a crack on my lip. I pulled my mask down and no, I had a dry booger. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my coworker because I think this is hilarious. <laughs> you know, I'm a grown I'm a grown woman with a dry booger on my face. Right. And I think it's ridiculously funny. And um and she looked at me like I was a freak show. And all I could think was, 
don't care <laughs> because this is funny to me. So it, as long as I'm behaving in a way that I'm proud of in what I think Gus wants for me, if you have an issue, that's your issue. Yeah. It's my lane is I'm on freak highway, just being me. Wow. Um, I was afraid to, to do a lot of things because I didn't want to embarrass my children and my mother. You know, I'm thinking if I do this, are they going to think, you know, our mom's the weird one? I love that my kids um, give me crystals and, you know, um, yeah, I just, they totally support this authentic me. Um, my mom is a huge cheerleader for me. So it, it is all about perspective. And when we just start to grow in who we are and, and love ourselves where we are. You know, and that really is because you'll find, at least I, I found, now I'm sure you did the same thing, but when I started to let myself come out of the closet and let myself bloom and grant you it's been what, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years ago, whatever it was, when I really started to let myself do that, I did it with a Facebook post, like here I am, blah, blah, blah. Nobody made comment of it. And I was expecting everybody to go, oh my God, what'd you do, blah, blah, blah. I was the one that had to bring it up. And they went, why'd you do that? We already knew who you were. Like, we thought that was the stupidest thing you ever did. Like, we knew. And I mean, I was not embarrassed for who I was anymore. I was embarrassed that I didn't realize I didn't notice everybody already was seeing me for who I was. Right. And now, and now as I keep going, and it is those small things, like, you know, when we came to that revelation, that when I came to that revelation of perspective in your office, that I went, oh my God, I still hide me. I still, on some accounts, hide me. You know, like, oh my God, you know what I mean? And it's just, it's, it's very weird because it's like every time I have a guest on here, there's some part of my past that I've brought somebody in here from. So it's like you or, or last week's guest or maybe next week's guest, I'll bring people from my past somewhere that sometimes I'll go, oh my God, they're going to see me. Now I'm like, I'll piss on it. This is who I am. Let's shine. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, okay. I, I'm going to bust you up. So when I, when you wanted hypnotherapy, you're like, do I have to come to your office? <laughs> So at that point, I could have said, no, we can do it remote. And I'm like, you yeah. made me come. Yeah, I didn't like you very much. <laughs> you know, can I do this remote? Yes. But once again, I'm asking what it is that you need. I'm asking spirit, what does this person need? You needed, I need you didn't person. see me up yep. close and personal for me to look at you and go, you're beautiful. Yep. You're fabulous. Yep. You're a, a gorgeous soul. Yep. I see that. I honor that, you know, yeah. um, so sometimes, sometimes it's just important to it, face yeah. that, that sometimes path. you have to face your fears, you know, and she is nailing on, uh, Deb's nailing on something very big because, you know, like I just spoke, you know, she is part of a past that for me wasn't very happy. So to face that past, you were basically facing my past. You know what I mean? I can have a million people on, as friends on Facebook, but you don't have to look at them. When you actually have to look at somebody, you're like, uh, I don't know if I want to do this. You know, you want to yeah. run and hide. You know, you just want to yeah. run and hide. Mm -hmm. So, you know, but it, it it does help. I'll tell you what, guys, sometimes you just have to realize who you are 
embrace that and just go, you know what? I'm going to take the bull by the balls per se and drag them around. You know, these are mine. I'm going with them. <laughs> Tuck your horns and go. And that's what it is. You know, but it is about perspective. And I think that's one thing, you know, and I'm bringing this back to hypnotherapy because I think that's one major thing that hypnotherapy can help somebody with. I mean, to me, yes, hypnotherapy is about, you know, motion sensation, weight loss, and there's so much. Oh, yeah. So much. There's books. But for myself, hypnotherapy isn't about the quitting smoking or the losing weight. I mean, I would, you know, I can go doctor to lose weight. I can go, you know, to ch Chantex to quit my smoking. I, you know, there's a million things for me out there I can do for everything. But for me to become my authentic self, I have done an extreme amount of healing work. I've used every modality, including life coaching for a year and therapy and everything else. But for me to start being the authentic me, to allow me to be who I am, I went to hypnotherapy. Right. Because that's what I needed to unlock this allow myself just to shine allow myself to be who i've always been and per se somebody told me this one time one time stop robbing somebody else from seeing my life you know and that's what i use hypnotherapy for so mm -hmm. i go to hypnotherapy for something totally off the wall compared to what somebody else might go for right so when i was working with this um person in Lake Geneva, um, he, he's a professor for the university. And I, like I've mentioned earlier in the show that I'm constantly in classes, um, you know, whether online, attending somewhere, constantly taking classes. So I had mentioned to him, you know, hey, I'm so far into my counseling degree, I'm really thinking about finishing up with you because he's a, um, a professor as well. And he looked at me, he said, please don't. And I'm like, why? And he said, because it will take all the you out of your practice. Because, you know, well, I can be that clinical, analytical, nursey self and ask you the questions and keep pushing because, you know, we are going to do a lot of talking. Right. Like there is a ton of talk therapy to it. If I became that counselor only and did hypnotherapy, counseling focuses on the negative. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep picking away at that where I'm going to say, all right, we think we know where it is. Let's rip into it. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, even he acknowledged I'm able to in maybe three sessions do what would take a year of therapy nope. for, for some people, not for everyone, but for some people, because we just need to deal with the issue. And then we're going to talk positive and mm -hmm. it's going to be all positive. And so that's why I, I, I stress this gratitude, you know, like I have gratitude and joy because the, that's what I want you to leave with is gratitude and joy where you had something happen, but how do we move forward in gratitude and joy? Um, exactly. I think he's right on because I'll tell you what, I've had a lot of, um, I've had a lot of counselors and social workers and psychologists that come to me with my practice, whether it be to learn or just for reading. 
and they are like starting to use their abilities in their practice because they're finding their practice is just almost pigeonholed you know it's just because they're taught a certain way and they're like i can do so much more and i'm like and you do but now you just have to let that come out so they're really i i honestly think a lot of ways that psychology or, or social work counseling is starting to change that page a little bit. I really do. I think they're opening up and they're being enlightened to it. But I agree with the guy. I think if you went into counseling, just yeah. <laughs> he, he said it would take all the dab out of out of it. And I'm like, you know, I love that. And I loved that somebody could look at me and say, what I have has value. And it's not, it's not about me. It's the, what can I share? And whether you call it giftings or blessings or, or whatever, it's like, it's all the Gus stuff, you know, like I, I want to give all my Gus stuff back. I just read something on Facebook yesterday from another person that would be in the similar line of work mm -hmm. to, to you and I in this uh, metaphysical type thing. And, um, you know, because like, you know, like we've established that I don't put out my placard as I'm a psychic medium. Somebody might come and because I, I just had somebody do this the other day where they're like, I came for hypnotherapy, but what I really want you to do is read for me. And so I'm like, all right, we can do that, too. You know, it's whatever you need. But um, they were talking about charging. Right. And I... I'm not going to deny this. When I first realized what these could do, I struggled, struggled with charging people. And I would fix, you know, and I shouldn't say I fixed because it's not me. It was people would come to me and I'm just like, yeah, let me, let me see what, let me see what we can do with this. And they would say, well, you can't, keep giving this away for free. And I just kept saying, how, how do I charge for what has been so freely shared with me? Right. Well, what I found was that the more that I devalued what I was doing and didn't have that energy, what I've realized is there needs to be an energetic exchange. Yep. Because if, if I devalue what I'm doing and saying, it's nothing, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. It's just nothing. What does it become to you? Because now I've spoken the words of it's nothing over this. And um, it's kind of like the kid who gets a car when they're 16. If their parents just give them the car, do they take care of the car? Right. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe they're just like, ah, I can get another one. I can get, my, my parents are going to pay for the tune-up. They're going to pay for the damage. So this time around, I'm like, all right, I need, there needs to be the energetic exchange and I need to value what I'm doing and I need to charge for this because I need to be able to pay for the classes that I'm taking and the, the energetic space that it's taking in my space. And and uh, and honor this. I the difference is I'm completely honoring what I what I'm able to share with others and and appreciating and like people will come in and they're like oh what's that smell in here and I'm like oh I may have just saged or I may have done some Florida water or whatever because every time that I'm seeing someone I'm completely honoring what's being given to me and 
and I don't feel so bad about charging this time around. So no, yeah. you never feel bad about that, you know, never, you know, because it is, it is an exchange. You have to, you still have to make a living. Yeah. So, you know, but it was funny because I just read it on someone else's page where somebody was like, well, you shouldn't be charging if it's something. And I'm like, you know, let's, my internal dialogue on my worst day is horrible. Let's not beat each other up more. <laughs> well, you know, I look at this way. I was a nurse for 21 years. I was a damn good nurse for 21 years. Yes, I went to school for it. And that 21 years, I went to school short time. I was like five and a half years or whatever I was in school. Does that mean because I became a really, really good nurse and a natural healer in nursing, I shouldn't get paid for that work? Right. You know what I mean? Because I'm a natural healer, I shouldn't get paid for that. I mean, nobody, nobody in their right mind would go to a job and not be rewarded in some fashion. And that goes for us too. You know, because we are constantly learning, we are constantly growing, we're constantly building our muscles, we get stuck, we have to take care of our bodies in a special way, we have to do a lot of things to maintain. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you what, none of that is free for me. None of that is free. Other yep. than my constant work to try to get better and better and better. Um, so no, charging should never be an issue. It should never, mm -hmm. ever, is there people I don't charge? Darn straight there is, because it's my gifting back. Do I go to a store too and do readings at stores? I do at a much lower cost, yes, because it's a way of getting them back. For my regular practice, I have a full charge for And, you know, it is, it is, I got paid to be a nurse. I get paid to be a psychic medium. You know, it, it is what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, but it has been so amazing talking to you this morning, Deb. I have been, you have blessed me so much with, and everybody that came on to, to listen. How do people find you? How do people find you? Well, okay. So because my business is relatively new, I do not have, oh, Sue Griffin, have I read any Dolores Cannon books? Um, yes. Very nice. Pivotal, it, very brief. Dolores oh. Cannon's work was pivotal in me understanding where I needed to go. Oh. Um, because I knew I wasn't, I knew I was a spiritual healer although I never called myself that I, I knew that <clears throat> that all of these blessings had already been bestowed upon me, but I knew I needed to do something with hypnotherapy. I read Dolores Cannon changed my life. And, um, and so when it, when the door opened for me to actually have a mentor in hypnotherapy, it was like, Oh yeah, I'm going there. So if you've never read Dolores Cannon, highly recommend. She's fantastic. Love that. Okay. So how can you find me? Um, on Facebook, Dream Living Wellness. Mm -hmm. I am going to be launching a webpage also. I just have to, you know, not be working my other gig so much. Because <laughs> I don't know if anyone knows there's a nursing shortage right now. <laughs> I, I wouldn't know anything about it, and I'm not going back. <laughs> um, and... Um, so if you find me there, um, I recommend, I have my phone number on there. Text me is always the great because I live in a steel building. So if you call me, I may not get the call, but if you call, I will call you back if I'm at, uh, you know, out or with a client, but uh, text Facebook. Right. 
And and Vicky's saying where I also want to let everybody know if you go to my webpage, www.dietrene.com, you scroll down the front page, I have a hypnotherapy su um, suggestion. If you click on that, it takes you straight to Deb's Facebook page. So um, it's something that I that I told her I wanted to give to her because she's helped me tremendously. So literally another way to find Deb, just go to my Facebook, my, my website, click on her name, it'll take you right to her. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, oh such yeah, a blessing. Really? You are such a blessing to me. <clears throat> oh, but ditto back to you. You know what I mean? You've opened up worlds for me. I, I, you know, like you said, you did, we did more work in a couple of sessions than I, I spent a lifetime. You know what I mean? So it, it, it just kind of, again, even exchange, you know what I mean? It's exchange for exchange. It's energy exchange. Energy exchange. Energy, energy. energy. Well, thank you so much. Oh, a blessing. Everybody, this has been Deb. I'll be back in a few minutes with your weekly reading here on School for Spirit, WLTKDB. Bye-bye, Deb. Bye-bye. <laughs>
a clarification card. As always, I'm using the Lisa Williams Intuitive Soul Oracle cards. I apologize if you have not gotten these cards yet. You probably won't be able to get them. If you find them someplace, please jump on it and grab them just because they're not in production anymore, guys. They're not in production. So um, let's do that four cards. Uh, the clarification deck, I'm going to use the psychic the psychic tarot for the, the heart, and it's a oracle deck by John Holland, um, another beautiful deck. But let's do this with Lisa really quick. So I'm going to just kind of lay out these cards, and we're going to look at what they are. What you're going to do is pick a number, one through four, okay? That card is really what you're going to kind of work on for the week. It's your card, your message for you for the week. What you can work on, you can pick one card, two cards, three cards, four, whatever you feel you need, and uh, go from there. You can take all of them. I mean, go ahead and be greedy if you want. It's okay, okay? So let's go with the number one card. Number one, if you picked it, it is the journal. Oh, thank you, Pamela. Oh, thank you so much. Um, and she's, Pam, you're picking number four. We'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> That's an interesting card, by the way. Number one is Journey. It's the Crosswords card. Um, it's forward thinking and time to move on. So I, you know, there is no shame. Everybody knows I love this card. Let's get it closer to the monitor for you. When I look at this card, I always look at it because everybody thinks that their journey of it's just one straight, narrow path. But as you notice this, you, you're coming up on this, but you've got so many different areas you can go through this, don't you? And that's really what a journey is about. Now, don't ever worry. You know, one thing people always worry about is, oh, my God, they get to this stopping place. They get to this spot in their journey and they stop. They see the crossroads and they don't know which way to go. Like, oh, my God, I'm going to make a bad decision. Oh, my God, I don't know which way to go. Trust me, you are not going to make a bad decision. You can't make a wrong decision. Your guides are going to bring you back to where you're going to get. Yes, there's always destiny because that's what I'm talking about. You are always going to end up where you belong. Which way you take to get there is up to you, okay? So you are on a journey right now. And I do believe that if you pick number one, you really are at that crossroads. Like, should I take right? Should I take a left? Should I do this? Should I do that? What should I do? And this is just saying it's time to pick a path. It's time to pick a path. Don't worry. Any of them are going to get you to where you need to be. Okay, some of those paths are a little harder, some are a little bit easier, some are going to come with more education, much learning, but that's okay because when you get to the end, it's that much more you're going to have. Okay, if you picked number two, it is the dream card, dream card, which is connecting with the, the self and spirit, believe in the power of your dreams and guidance and direction. Okay, I love this card because when you're in the unconscious, you just really allow yourself to be. You allow yourself to be. This is where spirit can really get in. And I'm thinking if you pick this card, this is where you've been here. You've been getting a lot of direction in your sleep. Even when you have people that go, oh my God, I don't remember my dreams, this and that. And that's okay if you don't. It doesn't mean you're still not doing it. It just means that you're not possibly remembering that, you know, what's occurring. But this is your period of time where you're getting a lot of information. And for all those people <coughs> excuse me, that are out there thinking, I may be psychic, I might be a medium, I might be this, I might be that. Go to your dreams, see what's going on, because your dreams can be very prophetic. They can be very prophetic, okay? So if you pick number two card here, the dream card, know it's time for you to connect yourself into spirit and start to believe in yourself, okay? 
Everything is possible. Number three is the equal card. The equal card. Finding balance, acceptance. We are the same. This is huge. This is huge, okay? I love this card because it really, it just shows you the yin and yang of everything in the universe. And I'm not saying the world, the universe. It does. And when you're looking at this, <laughs> the I love that. As Dolores Cannon said, the conscious mind is the dumbest part of the human. Tap into subconscious often. I love that, Lisa. That is awesome. Um, I couldn't agree more sometimes. Um, but finding balance is huge. So if you pick card number three, you're at a point where you need to find balance. Okay. It means you're really like and heavy on one side, or you're like and heavy on the other side. And you're finding that place where you're kind of stuck. You don't know where you're going. Bring yourself back to a balance and acceptance. Acceptance is also huge. Acceptance is huge. And it's funny because when I look at that card, I talk about this often. We tend to put people on pedestals. We tend to put somebody like, oh my God, you're a nurse, you're better than me. You're a lawyer, you're a doctor, you're better than me. You work at McDonald's, you're beneath me, whatever. Trust me, that's not that's nothing further from the truth. Because at the end of the day, we're all on an even playing field. We all were in heaven before we came here. We're all going back to the same place. We're all the same, okay? Don't look at yourself as being less than somebody else or something else, okay? Because trust me, if you work at McDonald's, it just means that you are helping a million people versus a lawyer only helping a few people, okay? You are in the right place that you need to be to help the people or to interact with the people that you need to interact with, and you just need a higher chance rate. That's it. So realize that we are all the same at the end of the day, and you need to find balance within yourself. Okay. Number four is the now card. The now card. Okay. Present moment, time to live. Now card tells me if you pick the number four, it tells me two things. One, you need to learn to be present. You need to learn to sit in the this moment in time. Learn to take life one day at a time, one moment at a time. Because when you're in the present state, life happens. Life doesn't happen in your imagination when you're thinking about what's going on this weekend. Life is not happening when you think about what happened last week. Life is happening in the present right now moment. Okay? And I think this card is what it's talking about. So, And when you start to be in a present state of mind, like I'm going to live right now, just right now, and in five minutes, I'm going to live in that period of time, you're not going to believe how much of your life you'll start to live, okay? So number one was the journey card. You're at that crossroads. It's time for you to make a decision. Number two is the dream card, and you're going to, you're starting to live, you're starting to deal with your subconscious mind. You're starting to start to believe in yourself, start to connecting with that. Number three is the equal card where we are all the same. Find that balance and acceptance of who you are and how amazing you are. And number four is the now card, which is being present. Start living. I mean, trust me, guys. When you start living in the present, oh, my God. Um, even vacations become fun because you can plan whatever you want and none of it's going to happen. You're just going to do life and it's awesome. Um, so what is our clarification card? I love to do this one card that just kind of brings it all together. So, so when I bring that up, <laughs> I just said coming together. Number two, the coming together card. Okay. And I like that because honestly, I can put this 
with any one of these cards. And when it does say coming together, this tells me that you know what? And every one of these cards, everybody listening, everybody getting a message today, you are that point in life where you needed something today that's bringing this together for you. You needed the card you picked for you to bring it all together. Okay. You're on this a beautiful journey and you're ready to go with that. Okay. So I'm literally going to do what I always do, which is take a picture of these cards because you know I'm going to do it right here in front of you guys. If I don't, I forget to do it. Life is not good. And then, no, I can't even say anybody gets it at me because nobody does. Nobody says, oh my God, where's the picture? Um, wish they would, but they don't, you know, and that's okay. I got to flip it. Because if I don't do all this right with you here with me, we all know I forget. Um, so that is it for, for your weekly reading. I hope it looks like everybody, Deidre, they all applied. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pamela. Perfect. Then my lesson all weekend. I love that, Pamela. I love that. I love how we get reminders of things. Isn't it awesome? It just to me, there is nothing better than that. When we just get those reminders and it's just kind of gets in our face, doesn't it? So let me put these away. Oh, and then I'm going to talk a little bit about the show because we're in the new year, guys. We're in the new year. And it is time to start going forward with so many things, okay? This year, this show has been expanding. We have been growing. We are just getting crazy busy. Oh, my God. Me and my producer were just talking about this, about how... Look, I put everything around me during the show. It's really crazy. Um, thank you, Lisa. Um, so literally, we're expanding. We're growing. We're, we're taking the station to new places. Talking to the, my producer, Todd, today. We are ready to expand, guys. We're ready to expand. We're ready to grow. He says he can take on two more shows. I'm thinking let's give him 15. 15 people send your applications in. Let's make this happen. Remember, I've got a goal that Todd sits in his underoos does nothing nothing but the station all the time because I think it make him happy I think it make him happy <laughs> he lives for this so guys if if you have a voice you want to speak you want to get things out there you have something you want to talk about we are talking paranormal but but let's break down what paranormal is not normal is what paranormal is that's all it is. Does not mean you have to talk about psychic stuff. Does not mean you have to talk about, um, <clears throat> does not mean you have to talk about mediumship. Does not mean ghosts. Does not mean any of that. Look up the word paranormal in the dictionary. Look what it is. And if you have something to talk about that you want to express, that you want to get a voice on, come on in. Literally go to the station like WLTKDB.com. Okay, there is a thing that contact the contact, send your idea in, start the ball rolling. It's cheap. This is not rocket science and this is not expensive. Don't think I'm back here with soundboards because baby, I'm not. I've got no soundboards. I got no mixers. You've seen me have more issues, but it's because I don't know how to run my own computer because that's all I need right here. That's my computer. I don't even need my keyboard. I just, oh, I need the keyboard to get me started, to get me in, to, but mostly it's a, a mouse to click in, in, in. My producer does everything else. He's got the setup. He's on a remote location. All I have to do is connect to him. That's it. And he even sends me the link to connect. That's how easy this station is. It's awesome. And your voice is going to get out there. Why? Because right now, as I'm going right now, 
I have got, I'm on Facebook Live on my personal channel, on my business channel. I'm also on the station channel. I am um, literally LinkedIn, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, you know, I'm anywhere Todd can live stream this show. I am being live streamed to right now, which is awesome. Okay. After this is done, my show is going to be done in a couple of minutes. And when it's done, you know what happens? He flips a switch, does some magic woo-woo on the other side. I don't know what it is, but it's definitely magic woo-woo. And he turns this into a podcast. And this is now going to be permanent in archives all over. I'm talking Spotify, Podbeam, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Audible. Oh, my God. You name it, we're there. We're there. Okay? Now, for the rate that Todd is charging, honestly, I don't know what this year's rate is. I don't know if he's running a special now, but I do know it's not rocket science. It's not horribly expensive. Trust me, I've contacted a lot of radio stations, and they they want money, lots of money. Todd's not like that. So you can say a whole lot for a lot of little money. He's got one month, get one month free right now going on. So this is the time to do it. Now, if you're like, eh, I don't really want to raise a show that's kind of some commitment, that's fine. But you want an advertisement. You have a business. Right now, it's hard because businesses are starting to grow, but advertising is expensive. I just looked into billboards. They went like 500 and up a month for a billboard. Oh, my God. Not to mention everything else you have to do for advertising is super expensive. Okay? Our show isn't. Again, send your message into Todd. You know those uh, commercial things you see going on? Todd makes those. He talks to his client. They he find out he finds out what they want, what they want to advertise. He does all the work. Make this man work. He has nothing better to do. Nothing better to do than to work. So send it in to him. And he's going to make sure when their shows are going that your advertisement's going to run. Again, for a small, small fee. It's not, it's not going to rape you, but you're going to get a lot of return out of it. You're going to get a lot of return out of it. Okay. He says 40 bucks, LOL. Is that a month, Todd? 40 bucks? Oh my God, that's insane. That's insane. That's cheap. Oh my God, $40 per month. That's cheap advertisement, guys. And the cool thing is, is that advertisement, it gets played as a live now. And it goes back to being in the archive with the show. So your advertisement, $40 a month, never goes away. So anybody that goes to listen to podcasts, and from when I heard podcasts are, podcasts are all the rage. Anybody that's listening to those podcasts, are going to see your advertising. So you're paying forty dollars for a live, for a live, and all the the all the rest of the podcasts are free because they're going to keep going. There you go. It's that simple. It's that awesome. Now let's bring up because I've not. We're in the new year. I've got like a minute here, maybe less, but I do want to bring up um, our shows really quick, really really quick. So listen up. Uh, this is the lineup. Mondays, you know, I start with me 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. Tonight will be Christina Bloom on Be the Change at, at 8 p.m. Um, uh, Tuesday's show tomorrow, we start with Kevin Mackey with the New Bridge Radio at 7. Haunted Voices with Todd and Nicole are is at 8 p.m. And Paranormal Pete with the Pete Obea is at 10 p.m. Wednesdays is Over the Target with Missy Hart and Nicole Ford at 8 p.m. Thursdays is The Afterlight Chronicles at 8 p.m. with Nicole Strickland. And Friday is uh, 8 p.m. is Secrets Within with Renee Rodriguez. Renee Rodriguez, I apologize. Um, so much lineup. Please, please click that button and add to our lineup because I need more to talk about. Now, next week's show, everybody, if you're still listening, 
Kelly's coming in, guys. Kelly Brickle's coming in, and Kelly is going to is my numerologist. So next week's all numerology readings. Okay, you're gonna listen to me for a few minutes, and then it's all numerology readings. So I'll see you next week with me, Kelly Brickle, here on um, School Through Spirit with WLTK DB. Thank you for coming.